Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is your boy, Messiah Boss, and you are tuned in to You Hook Now the Podcast. You Hook Now the Podcast. You can catch me on YouTube. I have two YouTube pages. You can go to my Twitter page at MessiahX5, and you can see my Twitter links in my profile, and you can also catch me on Anchor. Anchor is a podcasting uh, platform where I also release these podcasts. So you hooking out a podcast, you can catch those on all three platforms. So let's jump into this this morning. Right now, it's about 5.30 a.m. And I'm up early in the morning because I really want to talk to y'all. I really want to talk to y'all about something. You know what I'm saying? Yesterday, before I get started, I'm drinking emergency emergency 1000 milligram vitamin c packages emergency 1000 milligram vitamin c packages as you can hear me i got it in my hand i'm tearing it open and i'm getting ready to pour it in my water these vitamin c packages let me tell you guys something these are lifesavers these are lifesavers if you're not feeling too well if you want to be preventative i advise you i advise you get your vitamin c levels up Get your vitamins up. In this current time where we're dealing with this uh, pandemic, on top of that, it's hurricane season. You know, uh, the weather is up and down, warm, hot, warm, hot, rain, heat, rain, heat. Uh, I advise you to always be preventative and get your vitamin C level up. Trust me, guys, it is is a lifesaver i will tell you that for a fact it is a lifesaver this is nothing that emergency is paying me for i have no type of sponsorship but guess what if emergency hit me one day and they want to drop some chips my way hey my pockets is always open to receive some new coins if you understand what i'm saying <laughs> my pocket is always open to receive some new coins especially in this pandemic <laughs> but yeah <clears throat> Get y'all some man. Get, get get your immune system up, man. And cause this uh, coronavirus is not playing no games. And then the addition with everything else that you can catch right now, uh, people, we got too many deaths that already done happened. And I'm not trying to sound like uh, the bearer of bad news, but come on, man, we got to keep it up. I'm trying my hardest. I social distance hard. Me and my family social distance hard. And uh, you know, by the grace of God, man, we staying safe. And by the grace of God, many of you are staying safe. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a sad thing that we lost so many people behind this. But uh, we, we, we got we to gotta come on. We got to be a little bit more wise and we got to fight a little bit more harder to stay safe out here, folks. But with that being said, man, let's jump into this topic right here, man. Let's jump into this topic right here. <clears throat> Get it by any means. Get it by any means. Now, what brought me to this topic that was on Saturday. Saturday night, I was doing a podcast episode with my boy Akeem from Raw and Uncut Podcast. And we were just talking about the attacks on masculinity. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, I thought the interview was going to go a little bit different i thought we really was going to get a little bit deeper into uh how the attack on masculinity you know started um how it was uh attacking you know from uh young malehood all the way up into manhood but it it, it kind of just went with being a man and you know uh the attack on being a man in this day's age and the way that women play uh their roles in today's world and or they're not stepping up to play their roles in today's world so it kind of went it kind of went that way <clears throat> which was good too i think i did pretty good some places i was a little bit too anxious in the uh in the podcast and because i really had so much information that i wanted to give and i had my information you know uh chronologically aligned to where it, it, it went from, you know, childhood to manhood and how we can combat that cycle with some information. But we're gonna do we're gonna do another podcast and we're gonna really like peel back that onion about the attack on masculinity. <clears throat> but the podcast we did have 
led to a few questions I asked yesterday on social media. Question number one. I, I asked women, if we're in search of equality, right? If we're in search of equality, you want to be, you know, equal, everybody want equality. It was a dating question. And people went berserk on it. I said, <clears throat> either one, while meeting somebody, while getting to know somebody, while like initially meeting someone, if a woman is really feeling a man, like, I, okay, you met him, boom, 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 y'all exchange numbers, y'all talk for a week or two, you know, y'all vibing, you're really interested in them, you FaceTime them a few times if you can, or you talk over Zoom or whatever a few times, you know, you you, you talk to this man, you know, and you're really feeling them. You really you you're feeling comfortable enough to go out with them because let's let's be honest. If you're feeling comfortable enough to go out with them, anything can happen to you if you go out into a public setting. People are still getting snatched, adopted, everything from a public setting of thousands and thousands of people in attendance. Things are still happening to people. So the setting is not necessarily the problem anymore. Because the same thing that's happening in closed door settings are happening in settings of public mass. So whether you bring a man over to chill with him at your crib or you go to his crib, the same stuff is happening. You know, men treat you right at your crib or at his crib. You still make it home safe or you leave or you be at home safe. Man treat you right in public and you still make it home safe that happens or men can come in a private setting or males i don't call them men males can come in a private setting and they can violate you in a private setting or males can get you in a public setting and they can violate you in a public setting either way it's a 50 50 no matter what trying to get out and date it's a 50 50. so i pose the question if we want equality, right? If women are in search of equality, I said, well, why don't we look at it like this? If you really feeling a man, either you can pay for the first three dates, right? Just to feel the equality buzz because you already plan and assume that if a man is interested in you, he has to do what? Pay. And then some of you women don't have a problem with doing Dutch. So if you don't have a problem with doing Dutch, why can't you sponsor the whole bill? This is not a knock on the man. This is just to show your interest in a man. Because for so many years, men have been paying. Like the amount of years that men have paid for the first for, for forever to show that he's interested in a woman and want to be with a woman. It's, it's unlimited amounts of time. So if we want to go back and rock this whole equality thing, why can't you get the first three to five dates out the way out of your pocket to show that you're inter interested in a man? And then a man can catch everything after that once he see that you really invested in him. Why, why can't you do that? Or I said, for a date that a woman is expecting, which because women are expecting for when she meets a man and then she shows that she's interested in the man and she gives them the okay by giving him her number and she gives them the okay by saying, yes, I'll go out on a date with you. She's expecting a certain caliber of a date. See, a woman is not expecting for you to take up the high hop and you to spend $25 on y'all too and just chat it up over, you know, two cups of coffee and a few pancakes. She's not expecting that. Most women will most women will leave you behind a set of tires that's peeling out once she gets out of that date. Some women won't even come in to that type of setting because they feel like the date is too inexpensive for them. It's too cheap for them. Their presence was disrespected by the amount of 
money that you put forth towards that day. I've seen it happen all the time. I hear guys happen. I hear guys talk about it all the time. Oh man, I just told her come chill with me at Taco Cabana. She got out there. I seen her, but she just dipped and didn't say nothing. Why was wrong? He hit up. What happened? What you dip? You brought me to Taco Cabana. She hot. I'm showing interest. I'm showing interest in you, but you hot about what we gonna spend our first day at? Because she thought that she was worth $200, 300 $400 for a day. That's what she thought she was worth. I don't even know you like that. I don't even know you like that. Fellas, you don't even know a woman like that to be spending $100, $50, $200, on a date. Especially when you first meet her. That's stuff that you spend on your wife. That's stuff that you spend on your long-time girlfriend, your vested girlfriend, a woman that you have been with for three, four, five years. That's the type of money you spend on. You suckers, you simps, have really messed the game up. And I get it. A sucker, a simp don't mean a guy who just going broke trying to impress a woman, a sucker, a simp, mean these athletes and these entertainers who are doing the same thing. Let me tell you something. Just because I got millions of dollars don't mean I'm a shower a girl that I don't know. I'm a shower a woman that I don't know with expensive dates just because I got some money. But see, that's what's happening with a lot of the game too. You know, these athletes and these entertainers just because they're making the millions and the hundreds of thousands, they got throwaway bread. So when they, they use this throwaway bread on these average everyday run-of-the-mill females just to bust them open and get that ass. Let's be honest. These athletes and entertainers are throw a quick $500, $600 to a little female to get her open and then send her back to the hood down here to deal with us. So when she comes back from dealing with that athlete, that entertainer, riding in that Benz, riding in that form, maybe riding in that Rolls Royce or something, riding in that Range Rover, he probably spent a, a rack or two on her, made her feel good. See, when she come back down to reality, she never really comes back down to reality. She thinks she's on a level now. She thinks she's hovering in the clouds now. She never returns to reality. And then you suckers down here at the bottom, you hard-working suckers, don't stand up. You know, you don't stand up and you don't put your foot forward and you make decisions on how you spend your money based on trying to acquire a woman or trying to keep a woman. You don't make your decisions on how you spend your money based on this is my budget. This is what I can allow myself to spend comfortably without looking at myself, without grinning my teeth when I spend this money on this bill to try to get this ass. Because let's be honest, man. Nine times out of ten, when you first meet a woman, you're not saying, wow. I want to really know what her brain is like. Wow. I want to really know what her thinking process is like. Let's be honest. You're not, you're not thinking about that when you first meet a woman, when you're trying to get to know a woman. You're thinking, wow. Them titties are round. Nice. Skin tone is beautiful. Wow. That ass is fat. Mm, mm, mm. If I can get a shot at that. Oh, damn. She interested. She gave me the number. That's what you're thinking when you normally meet a woman. Let's be honest. You're not thinking, wow, I never talked to this woman. Let me see how I can make money with her in the future. You're not thinking about that. But I pose the question. I pose the question that said, 
man, the first five dates of you initially meeting a woman should be if she can hold down the fort in your absence without having to spend money. So I tried to change the narrative of how men think. The first five dates with a woman should be if she can do things that can keep money in your household. If she can do things that will not put her in another man's presence to get abused, whether he's physically abusing her or whether he's running a game on her and getting her to spend more money than she would spend if you was in the presence and you knew what was going on. Because we hear it all the time, fellas. We hear it all the time. A woman comes and talk to her dad, her brother, you as her brother, or you as her man about going to the oil change place and she feel like she getting gypped. Going to get something fixed on her car and she feel like she was overtaxed because she was a woman and she didn't know. So they just told her anything. We hear it all the time. We hear it all the time that when the yard man comes over, the same yard man that if I don't cut my grass, that I'm only paying $25 to cut my acreage will be the same man that when I'm not at home will come over and will charge her 50, but she just paid the 50 to get it done. And then she comes back and try to console her man and say, you paid 50. And I'm like, what you paying 50 for? Let, 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 let me call, let me call me go because I ain't never paid on 50, but he didn't got over on your wife. You know what I'm saying? Or he got over on your girl. We see this time and time again. So I say, Hey fellas, I'm not saying that you're going to be with this woman forever. But what I'm saying is, hey, let's date and figure out what she knows, what she can do, and teach her some things that you know. That's the narrative I'm trying to change. Let's see if when you date these women, when you first getting to know them, Let's see what they willing to do. You know, let's see how they willing to get down. Let's see how these women are willing to get it by any means. Let's see if these women only think, which most of them did. When I say most of them, I'm talking about a good 97% of them yesterday. Only think the courting process is for them to look good. You to spend money on them. Them not to do nothing. And then them to make a choice. On you based on distorted conversation around all the theatrics of being out on all these crazy dates based on the totality in their mind about the money that you spent see all these things are coming in totality when these women are making the decision on dealing with you or not but I tell fellas man let's change the narrative Let's see if these women, that once you get, get these series of dates out the way, you have a good ideology of this woman that comes rain, sleet, or snow. If you got to get the shovel and put it to the dirt, she's going to get a shovel and put it to the dirt with you. And y'all going to make money to take care of your family. If you got to go and start your own plumbing business. She's going to be right next to you, unclogging toilets, unclogging pipes to make some money to take care of your family. Or she's too pretty for that. If you got to get out here and cut yards to make money to take care of your family, is she going to get on the lawnmower and push so y'all can cut double the amount of yards to make double the amount of money? Or she's too pretty for that. And you know what most of these women said? They too pretty for that. So what most of these women are saying is that if y'all get down in the dumps, if she can't look good, and if she can't be sweat free while you down in the dumps, she pretty much gonna walk away. If you go through a hard season and you gotta come out of that corporate office, and you got to get back 
to making money how your great-grandparents told you how to make money. She, she ain't going to be there. She ain't going to be there. Because she ain't got that type of ambition for herself. Will your woman pick up a pair of clippers to learn how to cut some heads? Or she too pretty for that? Or she, or she only good enough to do makeup? Hmm? Will she hold it down for you? But see, what's wrong with these men? Because you know, you know what the biggest problem about that situation was? It was so many men from the tweet that was like, bro, are you crazy? They was worse than the women. I'm like, fellas, what's wrong? Women test your earning power all the time. Women test if they're going to deal with you based off your masculinity. Women test if they're going to deal with you based off what you drive. Women test if they're going to deal with you based on the brand you wear. Women test if they're going to deal with you based on the consistency of how you spend money on them. So if they can test you like this, why can't you test them in the beginning to see what kind of fortitude she has as a woman? And you know the crazy thing about it? One guy, man, I wish I could find that tweet from yesterday. Let me take a sip of this uh, in, in uh, emergency, man. Because thinking about this topic right now is making me sick. Thinking about this topic right now is making me sick. And this is 100% truth. You know what community of women I had the most problem with with that text? I'm a black man with a black wife that has a degree that's about to get the, that's about to get another one that's about to get a doctor's degree. You understand me? But my wife will pick up a pair of clippers. My wife will unclog the toilet. My wife will take off pipes and stuff throughout the house. My wife will get in the house and lay down flooring with a degree and is about to obtain another one. My wife will take trash to the curb. My wife will pack groceries into the house. Why? Because when I'm the man of the house and I'm not there. She has to be able to institute herself into doing things that I would normally do without a problem, without a complaint, without a gripe because she has to institute my aura of being here when I'm physically not here. And most women ain't, most women ain't trying to do that. Most black women ain't trying to do that. This not an attack on black women. I'm just telling you about what I seen via the tweet yesterday. Don't get it twisted. On TV, you see white women. You see Latin women. You see all kind of other women who, who have this problem too. So, general, I'm not generalizing anything because it's a women issue. So, this is not just a black man thing or this, this, this is a man and woman thing. This is a, will a woman hold you down and regardless of anything? I'm not too proud enough to get out here to learn how to comb my daughter's hair. Guess what? I understand mama not going to be at home all the time. Mama going to be out chasing her chips. And guess what happens? Mama got to go out of town for work sometimes. So who you think got to comb the who you think got to comb the baby girl's hair? What you think I'm going to do? Go 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 ride around town and find another woman to do it? No. What you going to do? You think I'm going to tell my wife, "Now, nah, you cannot go out of town because you go you got to be here every day to comb the girl's hair." No. I get down and figure out how to comb my daughter's hair. You understand? I go to the store and go buy pads. I go take my daughter to the clothing store to go buy clothes. Because guess what? I was dedicated and committed when I, when I met this woman or any woman that I would meet to let them know 
that me as a man and you as a woman, whenever you are not physically around, I can step in and give my kids somewhat of what their mother would give them. I was committed to that. So any woman that I decide to be with, with and then with the kids we have, I got to be able to step in and do what mama do and show some type of a presence that mama will show when mama's not physically around. And that's what she needs to be able to do for me. I said the first five dates. <clears throat> now, I could have really honestly went hard on this, but I didn't. I just kind of made it simple. Because you got women out here that think the courting process is about allowing them to be dolled up, be pretty, go to all these restaurant type atmospheres, be on the scene, and then they get to tally up on if they want to deal with you after you have spent so much money on them. That's what women think the courting process is. The courting process is about them looking good. Why can't the courting process be about what you're going to bring to the family? I think all men should make the courting process about what she going to be, what you, what you going to bring to the table outside a degree if you got a degree. What are you going to bring to the table? Because as we can see, so many people got a degree and can't even use that motherfucker. You know how many people got a degree and can't use it? So what do your degree means? Especially if you got one, you can't even use it. Especially if you got one and you ain't even using using it, if you ain't even maxing your degree out to its earning power. You just using it just to go to work every day. You don't even know how to effectively use your own degree. So what happened if the field that you, you so-called became accredited in becomes no more? I see it all the time. I see people who got masters in something that means absolutely nothing to the world. And guess what? They are back working at retail stores, making $15 and $16 an hour. You want to know why? Because what they pursued in life means absolutely nothing to the world. So what happens if you are in that stage? What happens if you do something to lose your accreditation and get your degree ripped from you? Get your degree taken from you and you got to get back out here and you got to get it. What are you going to do? If I tell you, you got to put your hand to the mower, it's going to be a problem. Because I quote unquote, feel like you should be able to get out there and do something to hold down the fort if something happens to me. See, we ain't we ain't thinking like this. And every man needs to get out of this idea that thinking he's gonna be next up. I ain't trying to crush nobody's dreams. I'm not trying to crush nobody's dreams. But every man ain't gonna be a millionaire. Every man ain't going to be a strong 100,000 now. Every man ain't going to be a billionaire. And you know who got to realize that? Both of you men and women. Some of you got to realize that the man you with ain't going to have that type of earning power. The man you with, I, I, I get it. He made all these dreams and promises to you. And, and, and it's looking good. He talk a good game. But every, every man ain't touching that million status. You want to know why? Because they're not willing to do everything it takes to touch that million status. You understand? You got women out here that love sitting in the passenger seat of a dope boy's car. I can talk about this. You want to know why? Because I used to hustle. You got women out there who love sitting in the passenger seat of a dope boy car. Touching a half a pound, touching a quarter pound, touching a whole pound, touching a few cookies. Oh, they feeling it. They in the ground with they man. Knowing that I'm putting your life at risk. Knowing that I'm putting my life at risk. But see, long as you doing something that got you looking good, long as you doing something societally, 
that got you looking good, it's no problem. But these same women that want these shopping sprees that dope boys could provide, if that man gets in trouble, if that man heeds the warnings before the destruction and decides to get out the drug game and say, you know what, baby, I got to do it legit. And I ain't got no degree. I got to start my own plumbing business. And I need you to help me so we can get double this money. Oh, a lot of y'all too pretty for that. A lot of y'all too pretty for that. Baby, this dope game over with, man. I can't do that, man. I got to go get some lawnmowers. And I need you to work with me, baby. I need you to work with me so we can cut twice the yard. Oh, no, nah, we can't do that. I'm too pretty for that. That's what they said yesterday. Baby, I'm going to start my own tire changing business. We're going to do tire. We're going to do tire changing and tire rotation. No, I ain't, uh, uh, no, I ain't got to do. I ain't doing all that. So she's not willing to help you make money by any means. And if she's not willing to help you make money by any means, what good is she? Vice versa. If your man is not willing to help you by any means to take care of his family, what good is he? What good is it? I get it. Initially, as a man, I look at my wife and think, hey, you're going to take care of them girls' hell. You're going to take care of them girls' hell. But if I see my wife is studying for a major exam and she has to get up and go to work in the morning and I have to get up and go to work in the morning, but tonight I ain't got to study for no major exam. Guess who gonna cook? Me. And guess who gonna do them girls how? To the best of his ability? Me. Because I made that commitment to get it by any means to take care of my family. But see, y'all only thinking taking care of family is money, money, money. Provide, being a provider is only money, money, money. That's all y'all think. Y'all think being a provider is about what you spend. Which being a provider has nothing to do really about what you spend. You want to know why? Because it's not guaranteed that every man's going to make more money than this woman. But that's a whole other topic we're going to get on a whole other day. All I'm saying is, fellas, I think it's about time. I, I, I put a scenario out there. I said, three dates, three home-cooked meals. Fellas, tell her that we're not going on the scene. We're not going on the scene on a date. Until you can see that she could produce three home-cooked meals. If she could produce three home-cooked meals, you can buy the ingredients. The man can buy the ingredients. The man can buy the ingredients. He can buy the food. He can buy the meat. He can buy the vegetables. He can buy the seasonings. Everything. Because let me tell you something. Every woman who got the ingredients can't make it a meal. She maybe can cook it, but she can't make it taste like a meal. That's something as a man you need to know. I feel like that's something as a man you need to know. I can buy the ingredients. I ain't buying no box. No, I ain't buying no spaghetti. I ain't buying no box of Alfredo. No, 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 no. We're going to buy, we're going to, I'm going to spend some money on some meals. And let's see what you can do with these meals. Because I'd rather waste money on seeing how you can really make food, make ingredients, a meal. And then coming out and being like, nah, we had three dates. I provided the food. You turned them into a meal. We picnic this thing out for three dates. Before I even go and drop 200, 300 on you in a restaurant setting and be disappointed because you can't cook. Nah, I, I'd rather put this in a picnic setting, provide three, three meals worth of ingredients, 
See what you can do with them. We can picnic this thing out. Let me see what your cooking skills about. Because there's a lot of men out here that ain't gonna admit it. That yeah, which 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 they which they spineless and ain't got no back. It's a put it like this. It's a lot of men out here that settling for oh well she know how to ride some dick, so I'd rather just keep coming out of my pocket and paying for food. I, I, I'd rather keep just wasting money on these expensive meals because she know how to ride and suck dick. So that's the, so that's the trade-off. The trade-off is you started a family with a woman who can't cook worth the shit, but she know how to suck dick, though. So I'm going to go broke. That's what you're saying? So you, you, you settle for a woman who couldn't bring cooking skills to the table? That's what you settle for. And I ain't say the woman got to cook seven days a week. But damn, if you can get four days out of the seven days, if you can get three days out of the seven days, I call that a win. I call that a win. But most of these women, you can't get one good meal a week out of them. Most of these women, you can't get one good meal a week out of them one good meal not one meal one good meal you can't get one out of them but you settled because she know how to throw that ass you settle because she got good throat so you settle for a woman who can't even feed your kids all she got to do is throw Nick, though. Let me tell you something, man. You better get your position shift back. You better pick your masculinity up off the floor. You understand me? And you better. You better learn how to take care of yourself. You better learn how to cook for yourself. You better learn how to clean for yourself. I feel like every male, every male child, before he even gets too involved in a serious relationship, he needs to know how to cook for himself. Really cook. Really cook. Not just so he can go be the chef of his family. So he can be able to instill into his woman how he wants his meals to be done. He needs to know how to clean. So when he decides to invite a queen into his castle, he can instill how he wants his castle to be clean. You understand? He needs to know how to pay his own bills and stop relying on women to be in charge of how your money is being spent. Learn how to pay your own bills and keep up with your own receipts. Know what's going on with your money. It's too many men out here who don't know what's going on with their money, who just bring it home and give it to the woman and don't know absolutely nothing what's going on with his, with, with, with his money. Who don't know absolutely nothing that's going on with the family money. It's too many men out here who don't even know how to transfer money at banks. Let's be honest. It's so many males out here who got kids that don't, know, that don't even know the proper paperwork to sign their kids into a school. And that's ridiculous. And you have a kid or two or three. It's males out here that don't even know how to uh, uh, go sign for their own apartment. It's males out here that's laying up and fucking left and right and got kids, but don't even know how to fill out a job application. And that's ridiculous. But you want to talk about uh, 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 getting some ass and some girl throwing naked. You can't even take care of yourself as a male. So when women out here say men are the weakest link, that's why I never really get into a combatant with them. Because some of you suckers have gave up your masculinity. Some of you suckers have gave up your manhood. You forfeited your manhood. For a woman could take care of you. And you women are so desperate out here, you taking care of niggas left and right. I'm not saying that you a woman who had a man that you done got some longevity with. And, and, and he done showed you a bunch of good days. And now this man having a bad season. And so he having a downtime financially, but you hanging in there with him. I'm not talking about a situation like this. I'm talking about you women out here being so damn desperate. You know this nigga ain't about nothing. And you still just laying up with him.
And then you want to complain when you trapped with him with a kid. But you knew he wasn't worth nothing. You knew he could, you knew this man didn't know how to read paperwork. You knew this man didn't know how to look for an apartment. You knew this man didn't know how to look for a job. You knew this man knew nothing about kids and you still laid up and had a kid with him. You knew this man didn't have money to take care of you and you still laid up and had a kid with him. I'm talking about you because your desperate, your desperate ways get you in trouble too. Your, you need to take accountability for that. And you men need to take accountability. I don't give a damn if your daddy wasn't there because mine wasn't there until I was 16. And by the time I went up under my daddy's roof, I already had my ideology of how I was going to take care of myself. Don't get it twisted. I ain't saying pops didn't show me a few things. But as a man, being a man is more, more than about wearing designer clothes. It's more than about wearing Jordan shoes and basketball jerseys. It's more than about being on the scene and trying to fuck hoes. Being a man is more than that. Being a man is being prepared. It's preparing yourself to get ready for the real world. That's what being a man is about. Being a man don't mean you have to make millions of dollars. Because every male ain't going to make that. Let me tell y'all something. You can call yourself a king all day. And I don't knock a man for calling himself a king. I don't knock that. But I want you men to understand one thing. Every king is not going to have an extravagant lifestyle. Every king is not going to have a big castle. Every king is not going to have a big budget. So don't let no woman tell you or make you feel like you are not a king because you ain't got what her last dude had or you ain't got what the TV tells you that you should have because you ain't sitting on big bank like you thought you was going to sit on. Be a king within your means and find a queen who understands and respect your means and make your means manifest for you. Make your means multiply for you. I tell people all the time, don't despise small beginnings. Take that small paycheck and devise a way to multiply that small paycheck. But you're not going to do that by using that small paycheck trying to look fresh. I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. Life is about addition and multiplication. Even though things will happen in your life that will bring subtraction your way, it's about how you suspend. It's about how you respond to that subtraction. Are you gonna be able to add or multiply your way out of that subtraction? That's what life is about, fellas. I'm telling you, women may not like it. Women may not want to hear it. But you gotta start figuring out what these women can bring to the table. First of all, get yourself ready. Make sure you are at the table. Man, make sure you made the table. You hear me? Make sure you made the table. I ain't saying you got to know everything in life, but know some things. If you got a degree, it's nothing wrong with picking up an extra two or three skills. You always going to need something to fall back on. Ask Mike Tyson. He couldn't fight forever. This man lost over half a billion dollars. Look, as fast as you can get the money is as fast as you can lose it. So you better figure out something that you can do. Some other streams of income to make money. To take care of yourself. Be forever learning. Be forever educating yourself. Life is about ongoing education. Be forever educating yourself on how you're going to provide for yourself. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, fellas. Even if you ain't got a woman now, even if you ain't got a woman now, <clears throat> you still need to know how to cook for yourself. As you see in the pandemic, 
restaurants closing down, everybody living a everybody living a drive-through lifestyle. Do you want to do you want to keep living a drive-through lifestyle? What if our power goes out? What what if our power go out and they only can store food on AC trucks? Fellas, do you know how to work a barbecue pit? You know you know how many men don't know how to work a barbecue pit? And when I told and when I told men, make sure on one of those dates, you show your woman how to work a grill. They was mad at that. Why? What if the power goes out and you at home with my kids? When you at home with our kids, can you work the grill to make sure they eat? What if the restaurants ain't open? How you going to eat? So can you work the grill to make sure you can feed your family if I'm not there? Can she work the grill? Even if she got to go buy food every day, can she come back and work the grill to feed the family while you're not there? Or she, or, or she got to hope and rely and hope that someplace is open. Or hope and rely that somebody is riding around with a, with a barbecue truck or something to buy food. You got to teach a woman how to survive. Yeah, we ain't living in the wilderness. But hell, life is still a wilderness. You got to teach her how to survive. She got to be able to get it by any means. And women saw a problem with that. They saw a problem with that. They saw a problem with that type of lesson being in the courting process. The courting process is about me getting to know you and you getting to know me and you getting to see some strong points in my life and some strong traits and some strong attributes. But guess what? I told you, you got to be in the sun and you got to sweat a little bit to know the essence of me. And they found a problem wrong with that. They found problems wrong with that because courting them should only be in an AC building where you're spending money on them and you're letting them get drunk off your dollar. Because women are drinking at an all-time high today, too. That's the courting process for them. No. Ladies. Ladies. Come see what this hard work about. Then let me earn those heels and those nice fits. See, that's the problem. Y'all giving a man the nice heels and the fits too early. Which leading to... You're getting your heart broke because within the first week, majority of y'all giving up the box anyway. And you wonder why you're always getting your heart broke. You, 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 you giving the man the heels and the nice fits too early, which means you're giving him the box too early and you wonder why you're getting your heart broke. And he walked away. Because your prized possession, he didn't got within the first two, three weeks. Now you're looking sick. Reoccurring thing. Well, guess what? Take accountability from it. Because if that man didn't forcibly and physically take it from you, you got to be accountable for that loss, baby. Why? Because you gave away your essence too quick. You gave away your goodness too quick. You gave away the queenness of you. You gave it away too quick. You gave it away to randomness. All because you don't want to build survival tactics with this man in a in a courting process what is absolutely wrong with what i said figure out with these women if they can hold it down so at the end of the day man you won't be tripping on losing money because let's be honest you niggas get the tripping over spending money over these women y'all get the tripping over spending money on these women and you spend $200, you spend $300, and your main gripe is what? You mad because you just spent all this money and you think she owe you something. Because that's how the middle mind is programmed now. I spend a little bit, I should get a little bit. And I fought you males for that. Take accountability. Because if you suckers keep spending your money, you the reason why women are like this. 
You sucker-ass niggas are reason why women are like this. You keep spending your money and then you want to go back around crying because she ain't give you no ass. And I'm glad they don't be giving you your ass and you be going broke. Maybe it should change on how you, how you attack the situation when you court a woman. I don't give a damn if you got the money to blow or not. Burn, burn, burn these niggas every time. Maybe they'll change up on how to do the game. Maybe they'll take their masculinity back and maybe they'll take their manhood back and redirect on how they court a woman. And make her earn your high price. Make her earn your expensive dates. And not just giving them to her because you think you're going to get some ass. So guess what? It's accountability on each end. But until then, man, look. I can go all day about this. I can go all day about this. But fellas... I'm going to be honest with you. You got to start figuring out. You got to start figuring out what these women can bring to the table. Outside of sex. You got to start figuring out what these women can bring to the table. Outside of good looks. Outside of sex. Outside of possible degree. Degrees are fine. Her having a skill of trade is fine. That's a beautiful thing. I'm not knocking women, man. I love that women are out here getting money at an all-time high. I love it. Trust me, man. Man, look, I got six sisters, man. I got six sisters, bro. I got I got five. I got six male cousins, man. I got six male cousins, and I got 25 female cousins. So trust me, man, I'm all about empowering women. But at the end of the day, you got to make sure these women can hold down a fort. And they not so dependent upon you that when you're not there and money is, and money is no longer the way of how to get things done, can they, can they get it done? when you not being there, you know, because all in all protection is involved in this, you know, and a lot of women don't see it. I I, I can go deep into the protection of this thing, but it's, it, it's a protecting, it's a protection thing that's involved in this too, you know, and I get it. Most women just see it as a man trying to run their life, you know, but they got to get with the program, you know. You got to see what these women can do. And then on top of that, let's be honest, man. Y'all got to be receptive in helping these women out. If she going to be your woman, if she going to be your queen, bro, you got to be receptive in helping her out. That's what being a man is. Being a man is being a man is knowing that you can do everything that requires to your family. You know? And stop being a man is stop worrying about what the world thinks about you and your relationship, you and your household. That's what being a man about. Being a man, so being a man, and sometimes you got to call them girls hell, man. You know? I ain't say you got to go put on dresses with them. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying none of that. But guess what? You got to call them girls hell. You got to entertain them daughters. You might got to sit at their little tea table and play tea time with them. I ain't saying you got to dress up in no dress and put on makeup, though. That's two different things. You know, being a man, sometimes you got to take your daughter shopping and get to learn hand on hand what it, what it really is about raising daughters. You know? That's all I'm saying. Everything you do for your male child, you should be able to do for your female child. That's what being a man is about. You know? So, um, yeah. But, man, I, I, I just think that we need to... Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah, last, last thing. I brought up a point. I was bringing up a point that this guy made when I was talking about the dating and about how uh, you should put women through a series of dates to see... 
what they'll be willing to do, what they'll, what they'll be willing to get in by all means. And he said, he said, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. What you saying? You only going to find that at Lowe's and Home Depot at around seven in the morning. And a lot of people didn't catch that. Especially if you're in my city of Houston, you know what's at Lowe's and Home Depot around seven in the morning trying to get work every day. It ain't black men. It ain't black women. It ain't white men. It ain't white women. It ain't even Asian men or it ain't Asian women. It's Latin men and Latin women. It's more Latin women out here sweating on a daily basis with their men to make money to provide for their family, even with their kids. And I commend them for that. I commend them for that. Because their kids still go to school and still do what they got to do. Their kid may not be in honors class. Hmm? Their kid may not be in honors class like yours. Maybe just be a straight recommended. But them kids get up on the weekends. They go out there. They cut them yards. They cut them trees. They do whatever they do with their parents. And guess who I was there? Daddy there and mama there. I commend them for that. And I ain't mad at them for getting down like that. I feel like us as black people, we need more of that. We need more of just, just, just sitting up and letting kids play games on the weekend. Scared to tell your kids to go outside and put and put their hand to the to the mower. Scared to go outside and tell your kids to put they put their hand to the shovel because you scared they're gonna be mad at you. They're gonna be upset with you. What the hell wrong with y'all black parents, man? But you know why your kids ain't out there? Because you don't want to be out there. You good with being in the AC. You good with just, oh, I did enough to get by. We ain't going to do a little extra. And then you want to get mad and take it out on your kids. You want to know why you so mad at your kids? Because that same laziness you hating them, that's the laziness you hating yourself. That's why you so mad at them. Because you trying to get you out of them and you can't. Because you gave birth to you in them. All I'm saying, people, I know that was a little bit out topic, but I just had to get that out of my chest. We got to get it together. We got to get it together. We got to get some unity. We got to get some structure. And we got to get some order. Order. Y'all don't like that. Order. You want to know what order means? Order means somebody listening to somebody. Order means it's a hierarchy system. Y'all don't want to listen to stuff like that. Y'all don't like words like order, submission, rule. Y'all don't like that. But guess what? Unison don't work. Unity don't work without order. Unity don't work without structure. I don't care what you think. But until then, man, much love to everybody, man. Black women. Hey, I love y'all. I love y'all. I want the best for y'all. Black fellas. Black men. I love y'all. I want y'all to elevate, man. Y'all got to understand. It calls to be a man. It calls for a lot to be a man. And it calls a lot, a lot, a lot to be a black man. You understand? We got to get it together. You know what I'm saying? I want to see us soar, even amongst our understandings, our misunderstandings, my bad. I want us to, I want us to soar, you know, but we got to, we, 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 we got to get, we got to get these conflicting ways together and we got to make this thing happen. You understand? You understand? Like there's nothing new under the sun. We got a lot to overcome. We got a lot. We got to start respecting each other more. You understand what I'm saying? And I think hard work is going to get us. It's going to be one of the factors that's going to get us back to where we are. You know, 
I get it, man. We in a microwave society. We in a reality TV society. We in a we in a society where they 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 they're telling you that you you only need to do the bare minimum, and they sell you a picture that the bare minimum is gonna get you a lot, and a lot of people have bought into it. Everybody not gonna get that though, you know. Everybody not gonna get that. Everybody not gonna have that easy ride, man. This ride gonna come on hard work. I love y'all. Man, let's work together. Let's be receptive of each other. Let's understand each other. And let's right some of these wrongs. We got to come to the table. We got to talk to each other. Respectably. Come on, man. We got to get this bird flying again. You know? We are ego people. Ego people. That means we are top soars. Come on. Let's do it. To then, you hooked now the podcast. It's your boy Messiah Boss, and I'm out.